Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 90th episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse, 20th Anniversary Edition. The one song. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Cora. She's an Aruna in the Geta Fenris. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle, also known as Guards the Low. He's a Philodox of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen, and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm George. I'm playing Roy Mindscape. He is a Ragabosh with the Stargazers. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, Speaks in Sweet Whispers. He is a Theurge of the Silent Striders. Hello, my name's Thomas. I play Dimitri Howells in Memory, Lupus Galliard of the Bone Nars. Last time, the packs remain split up as Dimitri, Zeb, and Mark perform some final repairs on the truck to prepare it to become a fetish for the spirit known as the Unyielding Road. After performing some tasks in Wyoming for a garage thanks to Dimitri's contacts, the packs are ready to return to Colorado, readying themselves to return to the Steel Mountain as they knew that is where the companions are. Meanwhile, at the Sept of the Steel Mountain, Kyle, Cora, and Roy begin to notice things are off about the Cyberdogs. As Ladasha approaches Kyle and reveals that the Cyberdogs have been spying on her, Kyle has brought up his concerns with Leeds as Steel and has been told that he must find more evidence. Realizing that there was an Umbral databank, the three prepare to return to the Cyber Realm so that they may finally get some answers from the Cyber Dogs. But before that, we must rewind the clock a few days as Roy begins his Adrian challenge and approaches fights on rooftops. Roy, you see fights on rooftops in one of the meeting rooms as she is working something on a new digital screen that has replaced the whiteboard as she is drawing with her fingers, coming up with fairly intricate and very closely knit battle plans. There seems to be almost like a, calcula a calculus style feel to these plans. As you enter, she turns and goes, Mindscape. I'll, uh put my, give her like a casual salute. She she nods and then seems to be going back to her her drawings. I'll walk up or I'll approach her and tap on her shoulder to get her attention again and then hold out my hands but and then point at her arm to see if I can, and, and asking to look at it. She looks at you, looks and sees your open hand and goes, I understand that your tribe distrusts the weaver. Yes, the arm is still artificial, Mindscape. I'll shake my head. I'll again motion to look at it, but yeah, I'll, I'll stick to that for a second. I'll shake my head and open, uh, put my hands out again, pointing to her arm and ask, like, kind of drawing her arm into my hands. Why are you so interested in my arm, Roy? I'll pop out my weaver head headpiece and offer it to her in exchange for the arm momentarily. Like, put up a finger one moment or one minute. She looks and goes, I'm sorry, Roy, but this is a bit more valuable than a headpiece as she reaches into her pocket and pulls out a cell phone because these are just as good as that. And just for clarification, I, I have to have the arm in my hands, in my possession. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then show it as proof to gazes from afar. I'll point at my own arm and then and basically like offering it up in exchange for hers. You see visible confusion on her face as she looks at you like, slicing at your arm and then like motioning to hand it to her she looks up and goes you want to give me your arm for my arm i'll nod 
Why would I do that? Um, good point. Um, <laughs> I I can I can say anything I want, just not verbally. Yeah, you, but you're gonna have to describe describe how you're doing. You can't say through body language. I say because it's for my rank challenge. That doesn't work. I'll I'll form like rank like staircase, and then like a, a cross for like challenge. Okay. And. I don't know how to say give it back. I'll, I'll stick with that for now. Uh, staircase X. Okay. Roll me dexterity expressions. Difficulty 8. This is related to your rank challenge? I'll nod my head. And your rank challenge involves my arm. I'll nod my head again. And I will put my hands to my, my chest and then basically offering it up again um, with thumbs up because I can't think of anything uh, when done or completed. Uh, Okay sign. Okay. As you watch her thinking about it, can I get a perception alertness check? Diff six. You notice that the cool electric blue in some of the joints of her arm shift shift slightly to violet then red as you see her expression grow kind of dull and almost emotionless. Hmm. The loss of one arm of rank three and the chance of reclaiming it versus the creation of a new rank three, but other tribe. As you see her almost instinctively start going to the computer screen again and starts writing out glyphs as if working through a problem and trying to weigh, weigh out things as Fights on rooftops, turns, looks you right in the eye, and goes, Fostern, explain. What will you use your new rank for here at the Sept? How will you help Steel Mountain if I gift you this arm? I will air hug. I will air hug as in defend. I'm going to need a dexterity expressions diff 8 because that is not how most people would do that. <laughs> would... would um, <laughs> Well, not do that, but uh, that's not how most people would translate an air hug for what will you do for me? Uh, that's fair. <laughs> how long? As she goes, will, are you willing to stay here and defend for months? I'll put my thumb and pinky out and put it against my head. And then, how do I say anytime? Oh, this, two, four, and then I'll make, the sl- I'll make a slash... And then put seven. And this... Is this offer then open indefinitely? One. I'll point... I'll put one... I'll put up three numbers. Three, six, five. So anytime then. Yes. A nod will suffice. I'll nod. Very well. As you see her take off her arm and starts to hand it to you and goes, If that's the case... Once you've shown that you've received the arm, report to Drone Master for your duties. I'll give up my two thumbs, take the arm, and walk off to uh, gazes from afar. Okay, real quick before you leave, can I get a perception empathy? That was four, that's right. Standard diff? Uh, Yes. You notice that fights on rooftops expression changes and she appears almost confused a sense of loss not like being lost almost i guess i'll just make it quick because i don't want her to be without her arm for too long all right so you head back to uh gazes from afar as he turns and sees the arm his eyes widen and he gets this devilish grin on his face I got the arm you requested. Perfect. I will hold it for just a few moments, then. I might stay a bit longer than I expected, too. I might not leave right away. I did say that I would give it back, though. Oh, yes. By all means. But let her head clear first. (sighs) Gazes from afar, hands you back the arm, and goes, You can return it to, to fights on rooftops. But there is hope now. 
I assume this is mostly meaning that they won't rely on the weaver. There's a powerful weaver spirit bound in this arm. Have you noticed fights on rooftops being less emotional since she got the arm? I did. She seemed rather lost and confused when she gave her arm to me. Because her emotions were no longer dampened. Which means she'll start thinking like a Garu again, not a weaver slave. I can't prove it, but I'm fairly certain this gift from the Cyberdogs was an attempted inroad into this Karen, and it seems it paved the way. I'm hoping that it can push them out as well. Interesting. I think I will hold off on giving it back to her for a little while. Yes, just a few minutes. You did give her your word, but give her enough time to think about whether to put the arm back on or not. I might actually have some words with her then before I give her back. Good idea. She has gotten other implants from the Cyberdogs since they've arrived. They're very good at trying to convince Garu and anyone who will listen that they're... Technology covers for weaknesses, inefficiencies, or defects, as if the human condition is based on one form or has any true defects. Just because she lost her arm didn't make her less of a worm foe. They just preyed on her fears that it would. Too true. The Weaver is a cunning foe itself. Illusion permeates all of existence. As you head back to fights on rooftops, as it takes a couple de- breaths, I'm hoping whoever gave you that rank challenge is satisfied on their little... As she looks over at the cybernetics that would connect to her arm on her shoulder. Prank? Very satisfied. But I do have a couple words of caution actually the first being that the weaver preys on fears and you are no less of a worm foe with or without your arm as she clasps the arm looks at it and goes and perhaps i am as good of a worm foe without my arm but i am used to having two arms and i prefer having two arms and i don't feel that it is anyone else's judgment that should preclude me from having two arms. As long as it is your desire to use this arm, and not something imposed upon you by the illusion of the Weaver, then that is something I cannot stop you from doing. Thank you. As you see it attach, and it doesn't seem to have the same kind of dampening effect as it had, and she goes, very well. Thank you, Roy Mindscape, Adrian of the Stargazers. Thank you. And as I said before, call me anytime. I will. Mark, you find yourself in a sort of darkness all around you. It's strange. The ground ripples slightly. Above you hangs the silver disk of Luna. As you step forward in front of yourself and you see yourself there looking at you, a wicked smile upon your face, and you begin to speak to yourself. The reason I wanted this alliance is so that the cairns holding the Storm Eater remains unbroken. We lied. That wasn't our truth. Our truth was buried so deep, it was hidden, even from us. Sulak made sure we could hide from it. As you recall the ancient spirit of the moon back in the ethereal realm are you willing to walk this trail for your unity as the serpent trail of mountain lion heads and antlers form in front of you and you take your first step the alliance was for us it made us feel important the alliance the alliance let us impose our vision of unity on all of them just like him Within your mind's eye, you see Regender Finals Days looking at you. You heard their concerns. You see Malcolm as he says, 
My concern is that more alliances are being made with the children of Gaia and other Karens, but almost never with older or younger brother. But you ignored it, believing their concerns petty, little, and unsubstantial, until you heard it from something you thought worthy of your respect. The river spirit that you spoke to appears before you, speaking of the spirit's special connection to older brother and the alliances they made long ago. Why leave this path now? We have a scapegoat in final days. Older brother has their cairn again. Our alliance lives on. And the truth of our motive, our desires, and our methods could bring it crumbling down. Worse yet. Your pack appears. The look of disappointment on their faces are plain. You run off, leaving them behind, running as fast as you can until you see Nightbiter. The shame on his face is obvious. You would tear down older brother for your own ambitions? Mark, what happened to you? You see stairs with the river. Mark, how could you? You've hurt the cause of the children of Gaia. You've harmed the cause of Unicorn. To let your own prejudices and ambitions cloud your actions as much? Did walks with the forgotten die for your ambitions as well? You see Regender final days. My motives and reasons were clear. At least I didn't force trust when there was none to begin with. You were surrounded by your friends, allies, and septmates, all eyeing you, all disappointed in you, all demanding answers, all readying to dissolve what you had done. <laughs> what are we going to do? Is the truth worth it? As they all stare at you expectantly, Mark? No, no, no. This can't be. The cause I serve is noble. I thought my actions were justified. I thought what I had done was for a greater purpose. Of course they were necessary. You must tread on the vanquished. Do you turn away from it now? Older brother was a stepping stone. That truth would destroy them. Lies are the path to victory. Mark, Mark is going to kind of take take a step back and say, No, not lies. I thought I worked for truth. I was an avatar for the Incarna. You were a prop used by Zeb. So bound in lies, even she couldn't see what was in your heart. Mark's gonna get kind of down on the knee, his knees and kind of prop himself up with his uh, hands. He's gonna start crying with the, uh, with the bold face naked truth that's been presented before him of how selfish he's been, how what he thought was a purpose for the nation, a goal for the nation was just a selfish action for him to prop himself up to get garnish him power, to garnish him glory, to garnish him honor. And he'll he'll whimper it out. It's true. It's all true. I only did it for me. I only did it so that I wouldn't feel so far from where I was raised, from where I was from, from what I knew. I needed, I needed to spread it. I needed it. I needed to feel like I was at home. I, I wanted my vision of the future to be right. I, I didn't want to listen to older brother. Even when they offered their concerns. As you see the scowls of everyone around, you see your own face twist with anger before it changes into a strange, darkly dressed man in a suit. A grin ear to ear as a forked tongue flickers, and he goes, Come back to me when you realize how much the truth hurts. And you wake up. I'll wake up in a cold sweat and in a panic and start breathing heavily. As you're all sleeping in the truck and Dimitri in your wolf form, you feel a leg just whack you right in the side. Dimitri is going to startle awake and see that the leg belongs to Mark. And he says, Mark, are you are you OK? Is the vehicle moving? No, like, you, go, okay. you guys are sleeping in the bed. OK, Mark's going to hop out of the bed and 
he's gonna take a few steps and then he's gonna kind of start breaking down crying and slamming the ground. Zeb, this is overt display of emotions has definitely woken you up. Yeah, figure as much. Kind of, you know, sit up. What's happened? In the you're distance. seeing him on the ground, yeah. Yeah, in the kind of like in the distance away from the truck, you'll hear like, no, 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 no! Oh, Gaia, preserve us. I'll get out of the back of the truck, Keegan, and kind of walk that way. Okay. You approach Mark in his little crisis. I'll I won't touch be- him, Keegan, but I'll just stand kind of close to him. What happened? Mark will give one last pound onto the ground, and then he'll just kind of slump on, like, back onto like his feet, pretty much. And then he'll just start crying, and in the in his tears, he's he's gonna try to explain to Zeb. I've lied, Zeb. I've lied, Zeb. And he's kind of like trying to explain, but he's choking, choking up on it. Mark, whatever it is, is. You're admitting to it now. You're letting that pain go. What's this lie that plagues you? The Alliance, the Storm Eater, Sacred Stone, Five Mirrors. I did it all because I did it all because I wanted the attention for it. I did it all because I wanted the glory. I I did it all for me. You It'll might be the first down. one to ever admit it. Plenty of other Guru have done it. At least you see what it's done to you for doing it now. The impact it's had. You can't take all of that on. You're one player among many trying to make alliances happen. And a lot of other Guru went down for it. Maybe you have a little bit of remorse about that. But again, you are one. The whole lot. Elders, Adrian, Athro alike. One guy trying to hype us Cairn. But I still have much to answer for. The path I have taken has been laden with bodies of older brother. And I can't take this path any longer. The dream that I have woken from I, I was in a realm of rebuke. I was in a realm of anger, of disappointment, of sadness. I faced myself, and myself found my found me wanting. But then, and I saw a face, a very familiar face, a face I haven't seen in a year. Someone from your cairn? From another dream I had, a very wicked-looking human with a forked tongue. And if he's making his presence known to me again, the worm is afoot, much more than it usually is. I feel I I may have been marked. Nothing subtle about a forked tongue. What is the name of this acquaintance of yours? There's only one name. I saw many faces, many familiar faces, but there's only one name that I was not familiar with, and the one face I've only seen twice. Sulak. You would do well to be wary of Sulak. You would be well to shed yourself of lies. And you would do well to keep yourself to the truth. And that will bring you closer to Gaia. And will bring you possibly a better alliance in time. Turn your back to this thing, Mark. And keep your back turned. Let it die. As it should in darkness. Give no more thought. And no more energy to it. And remember what this means when those things plague you. And what lies can do. We've seen one Cairn fall already. Let's avoid more. Now we'll give him a hand to get up. Marco will look up with tears still running, but more a little bit more fervent sounding. You're right, speak with, speaks with sweet whispers. This does concern me, though, about some visions I have had and why I feel I am marked, but... How many I, visions have you had? I'm no stranger to them. I am concerned of one now. The one that shows me the path of the bodies of older brother of antlers of bone and flesh and muscle and sinew and viscera. I had a vision of Unicorn, who wished to gift me the power. Only if I did not tell my elders or my sept's totem of the events of the Incarna's intervention at Sacred Stone. Really being told to keep that a secret would have been a warning to you. I thought I would too, but this was Unicorn. This was my totem. Who am I to question what it asks of me? This is the same question, same conversation I had with Roy before he turned away and headed to Denver. Sometimes spirits ask for what they want, and they intend to get what they want, and they don't necessarily care what you get in return. Sometimes they're a little bit more benevolent. I worry for me now. I worry for all of us now. I thought this was done with. (laughs) The worm has festered for a long time. It's not about to stop. That's why you keep fighting. 
Zeb, in the back of your mind, you hear... Do you think I need to deal with one more chuckle fuck that's going to jump off the wagon to the worm? I know it's every single one of them. It's me and Kyle and our backs against the wall, but i got to keep this one talking and down for as long as I can before he decides to turn. Let's head back to the truck, brother. Right. Right. Thank you, Zeb. As you guys get back in the truck, it's a couple hours, but you finally get back as you call ahead to the Steel Mountain. When you get there and you park the truck, you are able to... You are told ahead of time that the last they saw of Kyle, Cora, and Roy was in the meditation room in the Umbra. Well, Mark will definitely want to go see Cora and Kyle. Yeah. All right. As you guys go and you get into the meditation room, you see Cora and Kyle with very serious looks as they're trying, they're about to give Roy the rundown of their concerns when Kyle, Cora, you notice Mark, Zeb, and Dimitri approaching. Boy, it's good of you to join the party. Two hearts, guards the low. Is this a bad time? No, we could use your help. What's going on? Well, uh, we have work to do. There are a couple Garu here who have very likely fallen to the Weaver. We need to prove it. Or prove otherwise, of course. Certainly you don't bring this up just out of nothing. Certainly you have some hunch or evidence. Sure. Um, Scudder Spike spoke to me about it. That two of the Garu here now sang in tune with the one song. And a third would be joining soon. Fights on rooftops. Uh, the other two I don't believe you've met. Cyberdogs that joined the Sept recently. But the plan is to go into the Cyber Realm. Hopefully there's some database something, just like there was the last time we went, that will contain the information we need to prove that those two are fully connected or that they have some plan to connect the others, you know some some proof that this is all in service of the Weaver hmm. Simple enough We've been to the cyber room before Granted, our exit wasn't the most planned Hopefully it's a smoother trip this time Hopefully so, and Guy be willing Are you guys, uh Ready to go right away, or do you have to prepare? Well, I'm, I'm sure we can be ready to go, but definitely there's something I would like to talk to you in. Basically, the infertile out, uh, ill omens and Fomori's bane. And that's when Mark will explain. Uh, I'm sure he might. I really want Mark to have explained to Dimitri what was happening as well, like on the trip, since now it's like, nope, bear the truth. Like, since I just bear it out. And he'll talk about the dream, he'll talk about Sulak, he'll talk about how he feels he may have been marked or is in sight of the worm. The worm is, has, has him in his vision for some reason. I only tell you this because I need to turn away from the lies. This forked tongue man must not get a hold of me. And I feel I can't have any lies and I must shed myself of them. Kyle will approach Mark. As he does it, though, he will, like, give a look to Zeb and put his arms on Mark's shoulders. Thank you for not keeping this to yourself. Hopefully it's something that we can, uh, I don't know, do something about, work on, and, and keep you safe. Thank you, Garcelo. I know another packmate of ours fell because there was no communication. I want to let you know everything. If we're being completely honest about dreams, I had one myself recently, and Cora's gonna explain what happened in her dream and the gift that she received from it, or in her vision dream. Either way. And I've already talked to, to Kyle about it and the dangers of using this gift. And... Dimitri is also going to bring up the dream that he had involving Veronica and the vampire and say, I've, I also had a dream about Veronica and the dream told me that she was in danger. What kind of danger? From, from the vampires. What danger would she be in? I thought Kirby was the only vampire she knew and you Mert killed him uh, as far as as far as i know kirby was the only vampire that she knew i 
but Kirby Kirby was the only vampire that she knew. As far as I am aware, she has no other connections to the vampires, nor do they have any connection to her. Kirby was the only one. This proves yet again the vampires are a distraction. They're a distraction to other things that are more important. Being manipulated by lies and looking at the simple ways of the vampires as being the solution to all problems if they are destroyed has guided us the wrong way for too long. Clearly, it's manipulation. You're being manipulated. Well, if we're talking truths, I must say that I had a dream back when I got a gift from the statue. It was, I don't know. I just, I just don't feel like helping. Best word to describe it is apathetic. And I've got this voice in my head now that just constantly tells me why, why try? It doesn't matter. Your own voice? A voice. Whether it's mine or somebody else's, I don't know. It feels natural enough. Well, I I can't say I've had any dreams, but, well, besides all of the ones from the past. But, at least briefly, it felt like there was a voice in my own head that didn't feel quite like mine. Felt a little defeatist, maybe? Exactly it. I had a similar vision. My dream started with Dimitri playing with the human head of his kin, Veronica, and telling me of the importance of family. And then Roy whispering in my ear about the importance of family, as he shoved his hand through my chest and ripped my guts out. And as I bled to death, both of them extolled to me the virtues of family. And as time has progressed, I have heard voices in my head, my own, warning me of the fall of my comrades and their eventual betrayal and that the worm would consume them, and that they in turn would consume me. And I had a vision of a great leech, rising up, devouring and horrifying gore, thousands and thousands of tiny leeches around it. And here we now come to this point, where apparently all of you indeed have had voices in your head, but mine has played to my worst inclinations about all of you and what I am willing to believe you are capable of in the worst way. It sounds like as we've sought and destroyed the worm outside, leeches or otherwise, we've let it fester within us, each of us. So it would seem we have been tainted. The next question is, how do we remove this taint? What are the next steps? I feel the most important step has been taken. Truth has a victory today. The ill omens in Fomori's Spain champion justice and truth in this moment. Or Gaia, we have been open with each other with these visions, with these dreams, and with these powers. Something I would imagine is very rare in the nation. So take heart, we're on a new path, and this new path will lead us to redemption. Roy, you recall what Truth told you. Your salvation lies where the guardian with three heads before she reattached your arm. Well, upon further introspection and remembering what that dream was entirely i think we need to find a guardian with three heads for that is where our salvation lies i don't quite understand what that means you can kind of roll yep int what? occult diff uh, seven that vision is of erebus guardian to a realm of redemption painful realm where taint is burned from within and without that is a noble and intense portent, Roy Mindscape. This is the quest we should embark upon. Purely turning away isn't enough. Now we burn it away and we test conviction and how much flesh we're willing to give. Painful, so legends say, but possible. Then let's let this journey start here, at the Sept of the Steel Mountain. Let our story start with the salvation of this Cairn and Sept. We should be quick then. Not careless, but quick, lest we let the corruption burrow deeper. Didn't we encounter a friend addiction the last time we made this trip? We did. Well, all right, guards low, we make our way into the cyber realm, and then after that we seek out Erebus, guardian of the realm of purification and suffering. Lots of suffering. Way to emphasize the suffering there, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's no point in us going to the Cyber Realm alone. We'll have to deliver the information back afterwards. But 
yes, I think that's our plan. So, Kyle, the first thing that comes to mind in regards to trying to find a a pathway to the cyber realm is, thanks to what Zeb knows, Zeb has informed you that any path you discover to the cyber realm, that path will always exist for you if you decide to revisit it. However, if you decide to take that path, that does requ require you to return to the Magadon facility and crawl through a Bane-infested area and city before you can get to the actual Cyber Realm. There might be other paths here in the Karen itself, given what Scutterspike had said about an Umbral database as well. I'm thinking our best bet is to find one here. Worst case scenario, and I do mean worst because I'd prefer not to do it, would be to literally ask Scutterspike and be like, we want to learn more about the one song, which is true. <laughs> but I would prefer not to uh, actually engage him and verbally inform everyone <laughs> that we are on this quest. That makes sense. So yeah, maybe find something here. How did we fa start finding the path the first time? Do you remember? You went to the server room in a Magadon facility and Oh. then shift into the umbra and then you had to actually walk into the server itself yes so i'm sure there's probably a server room here i think it could be that simple i think it's definitely worth a shot all right and also maybe we should do our planning while we're in here just because we know that they haven't renovated the meditation garden and so if we don't want to alert anybody then here would probably be the best because Less surveillance, perhaps. Discretion is key. Good idea, two arts. Do we know where the server room is? I feel like we've probably seen a fair bit of this up now. You've seen a fair bit. There's a couple of rooms that have been mostly off limits to you guys. So it's likely that if there is a server room, they're in those areas. You'd have to probably ask allies, such as Ladasha or one of the other mm -hmm. kinfolk who might not like the cyber dogs, yeah. to give you a better idea. Yeah, if Ladasha is here, I think that that's one of our better paths forward. Especially since she'll be someone who should just have access to it anyway. That is correct. Uh, assuming that she is, again, still still here. She is, because you only talked to her a couple days ago. Okay, good, good. So you seek her out. Uh, how do you want to do this, Kyle? Where is she first? She is in the lunchroom as it is lunchtime trying to once again follow your advice and act like nothing has gone wrong or nothing is wrong trying to keep to a regular schedule okay then how updated is the lunchroom like i said not much the lunchroom isn't the most updated there are a couple nicer things like the coffee maker got up upgraded okay but that's in the physical realm right right so i will approach her and ask her hey ladasha Hey. I was wondering if uh, after lunch you had some free time. Uh, yeah, I should have a few moments. Do you want to walk what? to my office or where would you like to meet? Well, I was, uh, I was hoping the meditation room, actually. It's, well, it's one of the more calming places for me here. I don't, you know, mind most of the skyscraper stuff, but it's calming. I understand. Yeah, let me go back to my office and uh, I'll be with you guys in just a moment. Thank you. You're all kind of sitting around as you're in the nice meditation room here as Ladasha appears and she goes, Oh, damn, I, f I forgot my cell phone in my office. Uh, hopefully we didn't need to Google anything. No, no, it, it'll just be it'll just be a couple minutes. Could you point us to the server rooms and possibly get us access? Uh, We're not planning on destroying anything or removing anything. Uh, yeah, she goes, the server rooms are right across from Leeds of Steel and Drone Master's offices. Door's right there, so that they can keep an eye on it. Okay. Do you know if she's in her office? I don't know. All right. No keys or anything? You've got to use a badge so that everyone knows who went in. Mm. Have the Stargazers turned in any badges that haven't been deactivated? You know what? Let me check. We'll have to, we'd have to check with the warder, though. Is Blood of the Machine one of the new ones? No. Blood of the Machine is one of the older ones. She's been here for quite some time. She was here when you guys were here. Okay. Well, and that wasn't 
someone that was listed as at risk at all. So, what do you guys think? Is that someone you'd feel comfortable talking to? I'm not sure. Ladasha, do you know their opinion on the on the cyber dogs and them coming in? I don't. They've been pretty adamant of making sure that Garu politics don't infect how the kin treat the newcomers. New Garu get press get preference over kin every time. Well, Kyle, if you if you feel like the order can be trusted. Yeah. What do we remember about them personally? She's a bit gruff, kind of a straight shooter. She seemed to have a very strong relationship with fights on rooftops. Okay. That's that's usable. Yeah, I think we can we can chat with her. Okay. Is there anything else, uh, guys? I gotta get back to work. Oh, of, of course. No. Go for it. Alright. She walks out of the meditation room and back to her office. Then I, I guess I would like to do kind of the same thing that I just did, except with um, Blood of the Machine. Okay. You approach Blood of the Machine's office. She is not as willing to leave. She says, if you need to speak to me, you'll speak in my office. All right. It's about fights on rooftops. What about her? Have you noticed anything different about her recently? Over the past year or so? Yes. She's been more distant. I think she's in danger, but we would like to help. And how do you think you can help? Well, hopefully in the cyber realm. There's some information we're searching for, and we think we'll find it there. Okay, uh, so you want to get into the server room? That's the hope, for this express purpose. Okay, I will say then you're going to run into another issue. There's What's that? There's always at least three cyber dogs guarding it, along with several weaver spirits once you actually get into the server. And on top of that, the tram into the cyber realm is an elevator. And that elevator activates only with a fetish called an ID card. All the cyber dogs have them. Very few here actually have one. I do, and I can give you one, but you'd each need one. Well, it's either that or we find uh, a completely different server room. Well, the ID card is going to have to be what you need to get in and not be assaulted by the Weaver Spirits once you get to there regardless. I would assume that Leeds of Steel has one as well? He does. And, well, I'm doubtful, but did any of the Stargazers who left or... No. Well, more, any of the Glasswalkers leave anything behind when they uh, went missing? Spider Tender had one. I believe he left it behind, yes. As for the Stargazers, no... Your stargazers, is like your friend Roy, tend to have a rough time in the cyber realm. Chimera and his affinity to, or and her affinity to the wild, usually puts them on edge. They feel the same way about Pegasus in most cases, and Griffin. Though I've never known any red talent who'd ever want to enter the cyber realm willingly. Of course. So that's potentially up to three squared away, but let's see... Kletz with interest has one as well, thanks to his rank, though I would be cautious approaching Kletz with interest, though. As the truth catcher, it seems like you'll have to make a compelling argument for him to give up his card to, to do an unauthorized investigation into members of this Karen when you are all not members of the Karen, your visitors. Very well. Then he'll be a last resort. What about Iron Winter? Iron Winter does not have one, unfortunately. Fights on Rooftops has one, but it sounds like to help her, you shouldn't be approaching her to begin with. That's true. I had hoped not to use underhanded methods to acquire them, but maybe that's what's required. What do you guys think? My talents lie in the deceptive which is something that you don't necessarily want to go down that path. Though I will say that I have a working relation with fights on rooftops at this point. My rank three challenge was, it. let's just say it involved her. I would suggest that guards the low. 
and howls in memory and two hearts. Speak to Scudder Spike and speak about your desire to learn about the one song and a minor deception to see if Scudder Skype can help access it. Should we be able to get three additional badges, this would allow the rest of us to, to pass through. And finally, Roy Mindscape, I would look to you to speak to your brethren about providing a story or at least a delay as to why we were suddenly gone and cover for us while we execute this. Let them know what we intend to do. Let gazes from afar be aware. And we try to do this as quickly as possible. Sounds like a plan. I'm willing. Then let's right. do it. Let's do All it. right. So, Kyle, Cora, Dimitri, you pass into the Umbra as you get to a little, like, phone charging station in the Umbra where Scudder Spike is gleefully jumping around and hopping on spiritually imbued cell phone fetishes and laughing and scrolling through the feed to absorb information as you see him weaving it up into little packets and putting it on his back as if he's collecting information as he's like, friend guards below. As he pulls up a meme and shows you, this was very funny, look. Is it funny? It is funny. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> as he wraps it up in thread and puts it on his back, I'll be heading out soon. It's good you caught me. You seem so distracted, friend. Yes. Need to go into the cyber realm. Drop it off into the database. Oh, really? So, just for the scene now, I guess, I, I think I want to activate persuasion. Okay. Roll to activate persuasion. Alright, you get a minus one difficulty to all rolls in trying to convince folks, as well as them being willing to accept a little more based on your rolls than what would be no considered normal well that's uh that's actually pretty good timing i've i've been thinking more about uh what you said about the one song really yes uh the whole thing interested me enough that i i spoke to a couple other garu and well we're we're kind of interested in visiting the cyber realm to learn even more marvelous cora you want to learn about the cyber realm too the one song you know scutter spike i thought that the way Kyle described what you said, that it was such a great song. I could just dance so well to it. I thought it would be a beautiful, beautiful dance. Oh, that'd be amazing. I'm a little sad though, Cora. I thought we were friends too. And I wanted to tell you about the one song, but you got it from Kyle instead because you didn't come and visit me. I'm so sorry, Scudder Spike. I had some other errands that I needed to run. And so I wasn't here when you told him. Hmm. Okay, but now you want to learn now. And who is this? This person's new. Smells a bit... Mm. As you see, like, his lights start to flash erratic colors. Like he's tied to the wild. This is friend Dimitri. Hello! As he starts behind the charging board and starts peeking out. I, I promise you, he is friendly. Despite that smell. Yes, I... I was, I was born a wolf, but I, I was, I was raised among humans. I, oh. I am a friend. But your totem smells wrong. Too much, too much wild. And so much wild because of, Kyle is a friend. Hmm. Very well, very well as he crawls out. And you see kind of like this pouting face on the spider's face. Spider. Make your case, please. What I do among the Garu is I, I tell stories and sing songs. And, you know, Kyle has been telling me about this one song. And I know that that humans are considered children of the Weaver. And I... I want to know more about this one song and the Weaver so that I can be closer to my friends, Kyle and Cora and other humans. Hmm, I see, I see. As you see him crawl off the thing and he walks along the wall. Stand against the wall, please. And Dimitri's gonna stand against the wall. As you see like a little camera come off of Scudder Spike's head, you see like the thing turn to show you and the background changes to like a concert and goes, Prove you can sing. Prove you can sing. So I'll need a charisma performance check. All right. 
And what's the difficulty? We're going to go diff seven because Dimitri's taken a little off guard. It's basically sing me a song right now off the top of your head. Go, Thomas. <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> right now, I'm just imagining like a commissar like, oh, comrade, say he can sing. What comrade? Stand against wall. Show us you can sing. <laughs> of course, Dimitri's going to sing uh, his and, and um and Steven's favorite song about the Bonars. <gasps> As you start singing every <laughs> you start singing Sesame Streets I uh, how I love trash at the top of your lungs. <laughs> and it is surprisingly well done. <laughs> As Scudder Spike goes, hmm, good, good, good. As you see him go looking back, you see its eyes roll back, adding effects, and he starts playing back to you. When you hit like the high notes, you see little like fireworks go <laughs> behind Dimitri in the green screen background. As he goes, it will be uploaded to the database and has been uploaded. Hopefully, you will go viral. Oh, I hope so. That was a good song. Yes. Oh, wow. Maybe I can get you some cards. You have to have cards to go into the cyber realm. Oh, well, that would be very helpful. It'll take a few moments, like, I need to go in real quick, but if I ask the Spider Lords, I could possibly get you cards. The Spider Lords? Oh, yes. They're the bosses of the cyber realm. They're the ones who give cards. Oh, okay. I had never heard of them before. Out of character, I don't know how to feel about those words he just said. <laughs> <laughs> It, it does make me feel a little better that maybe they're not specifically the cyber dogs, but eh. <laughs> <laughs> is that the only way to get cards? It's the only way to get new cards, yes. Oh, well, if you have old ones, we don't need new ones. Mm, that would be against the rules, Kyle. Oh, okay. I did not realize. What, what rule does it break? We have to make sure that everyone's got an individual ID. That way, if an ID is revoked, then that person is revoked too. That way, if they try and go back in, then they're caught and brought to justice as their body is ground down for juice to power the city. Silly. Oh, that does sound like it's an important process. Out of character, when we went in before, did we have ID cards made? You had, for fake, us? You had fake ID cards made for you that were trapped and specifically were made to go off when you left so that you could be captured and ground down to juice for power the city. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. That's good, because I was just like, wait a second. I remember our ID cards stopping working. Were they for us specifically? Uh-oh. <laughs> but okay. okay. Well, that sounds like a good plan then. Okay. As he looks at you. Kyle, smile. As you make an awkward smile, and there's just a flash. Cora, smile. As you smile, and there's a... <laughs> Dimitri, smile. <laughs> Dimitri's gonna smile. <laughs> as there's the light and goes, Dimitri, don't blink like next time. It doesn't look as what good as when Kyle and Cora do it. And he shoots up <laughs> into the ether. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the meditation room. What time is it, Egan? Oh, it's probably two or three. Okay. Good afternoon, gazes from afar. Ah, Mindscape. I actually need some assistance from you, if you don't mind. I see. Nothing nothing Do large. As he looks over. Do all three of you need assistance of some kind? Yes, but it's all about the same thing. And it requires our packmates as well. I see. Well then, have a seat as he sits down cross-legged on one of the rocks and balances himself. I'll go ahead and take a seat as well. We're trying to help the, the Karen here. We're looking to investigate possible Garu falling to the Weaver. And I know how you feel about this. So and you're trying so you're trying to show that the Glasswalkers have fallen to the Weaver. We're looking to see if it's happening at all. As gazes from yes. afar looks around and goes Yes, I understand. And in so doing, we need to take a trip to the Cyber Realm. That would be a difficult journey. So where do I come in on this? 
we've already gotten most of the steps of our plan in motion, but we need someone to run interference while we're away. Basically, we're going to be disappearing from the cairn, and we need someone to say that we've we're either left or we're away on business while we're gone as to not set off any alarms as to where we might have where we might be i can do what i can i just one question sure you were informed that the server room is guarded yes yes by a couple cyber dogs and weaver spirits that is correct just making sure so I don't look like an asshole when they say they saw you or if they saw you. Do what you must. I don't believe that we will be seen, but we should be able to make our way into the cyber realm to do our investigation. And then when we return, I will let you know what we find out. Good. Please do. Thank you. But I'll see what I can do. Perhaps I can come up with something as to why you all disappeared. Give me a few moments to think of it. When do you plan on leaving? Within about 24 hours. Alright, that'll give me time to make plans and come up with a story to cover for you. Keep Chimera close to heart, and keep the wild about you. And the same to you. Kyle, back in the Umbra, Scutter Spike appears. As you see three cards, one gets taken to you as you see your picture, as your eyes are closed. You see another one thrown as it's Takora. And it's got her, and then the last one goes to Dimitri, and it says, Partial Restriction. <laughs> you can't go to the highest parts of the city. Not yet. Have to prove yourself. Kyle and Cora have proven themselves friend of Scutterspike, but Dimitri has not. And Dimitri, mm, has the smell of the pines and forests and rushing rivers about him. All very gross. All things that could have hurt cell phones. Make it harder to maintain. Very unnatural. Very disgusting. That's surprising because I, despite how much I roll around in dumpsters, but I am... I understand. You admit that you are filthy, and that is a good first step. Thank you so much, Scudder Spike. <laughs> of course, Kyle. That's why we're friends. <laughs> Corey and Kyle just sitting there, like, holding back their laughter, like, oh my god, this is the most funny shit I've ever heard. <laughs> Well, Kyle also legitimately does love Scudder Spike. Like, this is incredible. <laughs> he showed him a funny meme. Like, <laughs> thankfully, we're not going into this realm to, like, blow up a bunch of shit. Like, right. <laughs> we are literally just going there for information. And it is related to the one song. I'm very thankful for that. <laughs> we're not betraying Scudder Spike. Uh, Jesus. Uh, so, you guys got your badges. Uh, Kyle, Zeb, you knock on Leeds of Steel's door. Come on in. Close the door behind you, please. Of course. Shut it. What can I do for you, gentlemen? I've noticed you guys spending a lot of time in the meditation room. And if I've noticed, you can be sure as shit. Drone Master and her lackeys have noticed as well. Yes. Unfortunately, there aren't that many places you can speak freely. But... We've uh, determined our our path forward, our investigation, and we are short just one ID card to get into the cyber realm. I see. And so you're here to get that ID card from me. That was the hope. All right. As he puts the ID card down and before he moves it over, he goes, I need you to be sure in case your suspicions are nothing that Webwalker, Laser Sight, and March of Progress... The three cyber dogs that regularly guard the entrance into the cyber realm from this Karen are unharmed. Because if those three are hurt, or they don't report back, the cyber dogs have a significant enough presence here that it could very much hurt the Karen. When we walk through Oh shit, actually, these ID cards have our pic have pictures on them. Mm-hmm. So they will know immediately like whose it is and yeah, okay. We will do everything in our power not to harm them. All right. He slides the card over. I am trusting in that. You are honorable. Despite my misgivings about you regarding the trial and how that ended for me, it is 
true that you stand for justice and the nation as a whole is something you care about deeply. And it is for that reason I am giving you this ID card and my trust. Do not squander it. We will do everything we can to ensure that the Sept and this Cairn remain strong and intact. Thank you. As you see him go over to his computer and start typing, I have set a meeting with Drone Master in exactly two hours. We will be over in our Mount Lincoln conference room, which happens to be just on the other side of the server room, not looking over it. It's a damn shame. So many meetings these days. It's hard to find a good meeting room. (laughs) Thank you. We'll uh, leave you to prep for your meeting. Thank you. Kyle, Zeb, you returned to the group. Did you get it? We did. And the only thing we have left is to make sure that we do not harm the three cyber dogs that stand guard. Mindscape, do you have any ability to trick these three with the three fake IDs that some of us will be carrying? I think I have one, but I don't know if I can do it three times. Doing it once is enough, and then we only have two others to worry about. All right, Mark, that leaves you and me as the odd, the odd guru out. I would try to summon a spirit of stealth here, but I don't think I would a, a chance, given the nature of this place. Weaver's too strong here. Are there Weaver spirits of stealth? It's, it's not about them not existing. It's not about. It's about. It's about even if we spoke the same language, that my language is so alien to them that there's no, there's no common ground, or at mm. least it's very difficult. I suppose it's weak-willed to not try. Well, I've had some dealings with Weaver spirits in my time at the facility. They seem very more purpose-oriented, order-oriented. They have been given instruction. How can we take use that to our advantage? We have to give a command. And the command is to be very specific. <clears throat> Out of character. My Nix's Bengal spirit would be very upset if I let someone borrow it, correct? You could speak to it and say that you'd be willing to do another favor to honor it. All right. Give me two seconds, guys. I might have something for someone else. It's going to go into the corner and just... <laughs> so you hold your Nix's bangle and you actually have to close your eyes and meditate inward. As you see the standing spirit that appears to look like Korra's shadow lifted up in a two-dimensional form from all angles resembling her. Why do you seek to speak to me, friend? I have some friends who would need your help. And I know that you would ask something in return, but if you wouldn't mind helping one of my friends or one of my packmates so that we can go stealthily through, uh, through one of our missions, then I would be so happy to to honor you in any in a favor that you would uh, that you would need done. You wish to share share the darkness, share share the hidden light. Okay, very well. This is agreeable, and so you will share in darkness still before the turning of the before the next turning of the moon. You will need to walk off into the woods and blindfold yourself for a whole day. Hide yourself in the light and survive. It does not matter the form you take, simply that your eyes must remain hidden from the light, only embracing darkness and shadow. I understand. We will grow closer, Cora Two Hearts. I look forward to it. Thank you. Before you leave, what do I call you? Binded Knight. Thank you, Binded Knight. I have been meaning to ask your name. Just remember, finish this task before the end of Ratma. I just wanted to know, if, is this, is this, would getting past these guards just be a straight, like, deck stealth roll? I could stealth by these guys? You could, yes. It'll be a little more difficult okay. just because of the amount of light and things like that, but it is doable. Yes. Oh, sure. I'll use, I'll use the totem traits then. I'll take minus two to my difficulty and take all three dice for the stealth roll. And then I'll okay. use silence, the, uh, the, the, the ability, since I'm using a gift. Oh, um, yes. So I'll just... I'll just take the five dice of stealth and and go for it. Um, and if I get caught, then it's Zeb that gets caught. Fine. But the rest of the guys can get by it. Okay. Okay. So, a so, uh, question about this, I guess, which will be... I, Kyle doesn't necessarily need to know, but Tyler would like to. Will they just all three of them be standing right there immediately? Um, You'll have to... Uh, be... You're not sure. 
Kyle does okay. not. Kyle, Kyle's not sure. You wouldn't be sure. Okay. Going in. The the only thing that I will bring up then is that if they are not all at once and this ends up being like separate checks, I do have dazzle. So like if it's one person, I can fill their mind with love of Gaia, hopefully, and they will just sit and think about how much they love Gaia. <laughs> it's but, proven effective before. Yeah, Very I effective. just you know, it if it won't necessarily get us all in if they're separate and well i'm if they're together and i get one of them then they're like why did you do that uh <laughs> <laughs> so the meeting between leads of steel and drone master begins as you see them leave their office leaving the server room partially unguarded as you walk in open the door and enter through the umbra as you see the servers turn into large towering buildings as as you walk as you walk forward, it looks like the door behind you is shrinking and the servers in front of you are growing, but the distance traveled is like you walking in place until you get to a final point and you are now in between the buildings. As you start marching towards the cyber realm to find your evidence and see what you can reveal about the cyber dogs. But those answers, unfortunately, will have to come next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We'll all catch you in that next episode. Bye. Bye. Happy New Year. Goodbye. Goodbye.